Welcome to Finding Fit, a podcast by three best friends and business partners. We're holding nothing back, and we apologize in advance. I'm your host, Angela Beeler. And I'm your host, Katherine Ballas. And I'm your host, Emily Field. So grab a cup of coffee, take a shot of whiskey, or pour your favorite glass of Prosecco. And join us for a conversation about finding your place in this crazy world. And this. Is finding fit. <laughs> that was good. That was a hundred percent improvement, even though it was still wrong. Before we get started, I do have a question for y'all. Okay. How are y'all? Have, fe- has this been a recording? It just—I just started. You just started. Okay. How are y'all feeling after your ACE interview? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> the fact that, like, oh, other people are gonna hear this. So I'm fine. I've listened to all of ours at least twice and in part, you know, different times. And I still, I think it's so reflective of who we are. So I'm really great with it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm anxious to keep recording podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there's more, there's this, (laughs) or even just like where there could be some blanks. Mm-hmm. to a story or yeah. some Fill it further in. elaboration that could be helpful to complete the picture of who we all are and how we operate together and independently that very much was and I even said this in one of them this is a very much an introduction yeah. you know it was surface not surface because we got deep in several of them but um it was a skim are you feeling nervous that Tommy's not going to love you anymore because of the leg no, hair story. He already, I'm listen, just kidding. Listen, yeah, he yeah. listened. What did he, he say? And then, um, so we're all, you know, talking on the phone. He was like, oh, gosh, it was so great. Like, it was really entertaining. I feel like I, I understand you all even better. And so uh, and then as we were getting off the phone, he goes, and by the way, I'm totally okay with you wearing the pants. Oh, <laughs> because I asked Emily, oh, no, who I, wears I, the pants in the family? Yeah. You're Tommy. And she said, I so do. I was like, ah, I forgot about that yeah. part. And I said, did you feel honored? And he was like, totally it's fine yeah best guy I do just have thoughts about because I think in two different podcasts we reference and I don't know if it actually makes it in the end but we reference my Mm ex-boyfriend who is in what ends up being (laughs) like I'm telling the movie (laughs) who ends up being the father of my daughter (laughs) um I'm always worried like is is Cody gonna feel like I still have feelings for him because I can still remember hurt and pain, mm-hmm. not from him, but just of the situation, you yeah. know, and I'm, then I'm quickly like, look, if 20 years of me being around hasn't proved that, proven that I'm, I'm here for the long run, then I, I don't know what will. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm feeling a little, uh, so I've had a nervous tummy, honestly, since, since it's gone, it's going out, mm-hmm. um, just because it's something I've processed yep for six seven years and for a lot of people that were involved it will be the first time for them to hear that mm-hmm. and that will be new information I'm getting emotional and that's that's hard yeah. and that might hurt feelings mm-hmm. and that might uh yeah just make people uncomfortable or whatever and that that's hard for me to think about right um that's the I guess Achilles of an empath (laughs) because I'm like oh my gosh this is gonna affect other people and right you know so well I also think too that for you it's not what you talked about it's not super far in your past 
Mm-hmm. You know, things that I am talking about with Kelly Lane and an unplanned pregnancy, that was over 20 years ago. Right. You know, so you'd have to be real far reaching to try to connect too much of that part of my life to my current life. Yeah. But for you, we're talking about two years ago, right? All the church friends and... Uh, like five years ago? No, no, I know the divorce was, yeah. but it's like divorce, oh, but then, then all it, the, this, the, the fractioning of the relationships and yeah. leaving the church and all that, that continued on. And yeah. you still see some of these people, you yeah. still have conversations with some of these people, so yeah, you'll still live in the same town with these yeah. people. And I think for me, it's it doesn't feel like me and them. Mm-hmm. Like there's not this line in the sand of like those guys over there. Uh-huh. Uh, like I don't feel that way but I had to be honest about my process. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have listened to your podcast full, fully twice and I've loved it each time. So I think you have, it's probably my favorite one of the three. So mm-hmm. you have nothing to be Thanks. worried about. Well, I really enjoyed both of y'all. So as I listened <laughs> to them multiple times, sometimes sped up, sometimes slow down. <laughs> oh yeah. Mine was on rabbit pace. Yours was? When you that, how I listened to all of them. Oh. I have listened to them a couple of different times. I thought you meant your, like we like produced yours quickly. Like <laughs> mine was on rapid pace. <laughs> no, like listen at 1.5 speed. Okay. Yeah. Slow enough to where I could hear all the words, but it was a little bit like this. And yeah. It's a little bit how I talk anyway. So my parts were really, really bad. <laughs> yes. I can't listen to it like that. I feel disrespectful to the podcast. Like hurry, come on, say it, like get it. Get it out. But this podcast today, I'm actually thankful we're doing it because the past several podcasts I feel like have been deep and serious. And, you know, I think that's us. A lot of times our conversations can be deep and serious, but I'm anxious for our listeners to get to know a lighter side of us too, Mm -hmm. because we can also be very fun and lighthearted. And so, Our podcast today, I'm going to go ahead and dedicate this podcast to rest in peace, Britney Spears. May the fullest version of you live (laughs) forever. Y'all just looked at each other like, oh my gosh, did she die? No, she didn't die. But who she was, Mm -hmm. it to me with the boa constrictor around her. (laughs) Where is she going with this? The uh, green swimsuit thing that she wore in the toxic video I know mm-hmm. fully well that is who she always is going to be in my mm-hmm. mind and who she is right now is so far from that person mm-hmm. so rest in peace Brittany <laughs> okay that's so we're dedicating this podcast <laughs> yes. because we're going to be talking about Britney Spears things that once were great that now <laughs> yes guys on the count of three you drive me Okay, gosh. <laughs> I thought the segue was so clear. No. So connected. I was like, because we're talking about pop icons of the 90s? <laughs> I was no. Like, well, I thought I knew the topic, but maybe we're talking about once gr- has-beens, wash-ups. Yeah. No, come on. Let's do a little harmony of you driving crazy. Ready? Do you know it? Yes, I know it. Okay. <laughs> do you know it? I think so. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I'm still <laughs> struggling with the transition. Okay, for let me just recap real quick. We're talking about pet peeves. Things that drive, drive us crazy. crazy. And Angela dedicated the <laughs> podcast to the 90s image of Britney Spears because she has a song called. Well, I think yes, to dedicate exactly. it to Britney Spears, but to, to rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
There you go. Okay. Is that it? Is that it? Baby, I'm so into you. You got that something. What can I do? Baby, can we get to the chorus? You'll spin me around. <laughs> something, but I can't hit that ground. But I can't hear that sound. No, none of us got that wrong. None of us got that right. I said I can't hear the sound. <laughs> Oh, that's high. More than thing about me. That's really good. You drive me crazy. Really high. I just can't see. Sing it. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm in too deep. Whoa, crazy. You said harmonize. <laughs> it feels all right. <laughs> Drop the octave. Baby, thinking of you keeps me up all night. night. And <laughs> okay. Well, I, uh, I'm so See if the sidekicks can um, impression. do a auto-tune? electronic auto-tune. Yeah. Yeah. See if the sidekicks can do electronic things to the sounds <laughs> so they can sound like this. I saw her in concert in high school at the Woodlands oh, Pavilion. Oh, you. Yeah, she had that Britney mic on, and she was great. I mean... I, I w- had this like eight year stint where I was like every weekend concert <laughs> um, but she did talk a lot uh-huh. and didn't sing a lot that's why I went sing it like she <laughs> she would be like come on woo yeah yeah woo ow and I was like are you <laughs> while the track is playing she's just adding color <laughs> yeah a lot and I was like are you can we sing it <laughs> but it was a really good show well um, and our- I heard her Vegas show is lit well because she's not singing any of it she's just <laughs> lip singing all of it and dancing but i will say if emily it, just right. looked sad when you said that <laughs> no, i know i i still listen what is that album is that one more time baby one more time mm-hmm. that album is so good it it's like here, again here we have a 12 and 9 year age gap but britney brings us together <laughs> she does that's how iconic she is she spans multiple decades but I will say, if you, at listeners at home, if you have not perused Britney Spears' current Instagram account, I don't want to make fun of her, but, um, but, <laughs> well, because she still is where she was. Yeah. She was, yes. she was Sweet stunted. Girl. But she's so strange, the things that she posts on her Instagram account. And there's all these rumors circulating that she's being mind controlled. By someone I just think she still has the mind of a 13-year-old. Yeah, yes. it's really hard to watch. Mm. Heather, or Ma- Heather McMahon, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you should. She has a whole Britney 911 story yes. that will catch you up to the current drama. Oh, if you go and look at any of the comments from anything Britney posts, all these people are like, are you okay? Britney, send us a 911. Send us a signal Blink if you need twice. help. Blink yes. twice if you're not okay. <laughs> it's really strange. So... But yes, yeah, sorry for the what I thought was going to be a well, very real quick. What's everyone's favorite segue. Britney Spears song? Okay, it's a slow one, and I can't, I can't recall oh, it. Sometimes I run. Uh, is it sometimes uh, I cry? Uh, sometimes a man I'm into scared. a woman. I'm not a not, girl. Yeah, no, I don't think she ever sang about a man. Into I'm not a, woman. a girl, but not yet a woman. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not okay, girl, the woman. Was it? Not yet a woman. I, I wrote into Brittany and explained to her all the reasons why we would be best friends. You wrote her. I wrote her a letter. Wow. What did it say? 
She just said he, all the reasons. I know, why but she what did were it. the reasons? Just how much alike we were. How much I loved her songs. <laughs> how fun I was. How much fun we would have together. We're both fun. We're both blonde. This is great. I get you. You, you would get, get me. me. <laughs> there was a moment where, gosh, I feel like everyone probably had a they thought we were gonna, they were going to be friends with Britney Spears. I mm-hmm. I didn't. Okay, but I was just o- way older than you guys. Because I think we are actually about the same age. How old is she? I'm not sure. Maybe 33, 34. I think she's older than me. Can find out real fast. This is a song? This is a song? This I isn't s- it. Oh my gosh. So this is a CD. I opened up the album cover. Oh, I remember. Where it had all the lyrics. So you could memorize all the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, because it was written out in the... She's 38. She's older than me. Oh. Yeah. Because I remember when she was... did. Uh, Oops, I did it again. I was like, whoa that's mm-hmm. you're like my age yeah, yeah and you're yeah. you're wearing clothes like that wow so if we are like five six i'm not years allowed apart? to wear those clothes which would make sense when she's like really in her prime at say 16 i'm like going to my softball tournaments every weekend listening to her for two hours in the car okay i just texted mary beth and said what was the britney spears song we sang together at chewy's and it's sometimes that was when you were just playing it is yeah okay yeah sometimes i run sometimes yeah so the softer side of britney anyway so back to this podcast the segue was britney spears sang a song called you drive me crazy yeah (laughs) okay go ahead yes um and so that is what today's podcast topic is it's things that annoy us things that drive us crazy about life in general the people around us and even specifically and we asked our listeners to participate we uh, over on our instagram account at finding fit pod we asked and we said what drives you crazy tell us what drives you crazy and we had a hundred plus comments and so i thought we would just talk about some of the things that people commented because i think they're common things that drive uh, people crazy but then also of course, if we want to share, we can do that as well. But in general, I wanted to ask you both, on a scale of one to five, five being all the time, one being never, in general, how easily is it for you to be annoyed by things or people, just like as you move through your daily life? One being never, not really, five being always, all the time. Mm-hmm. I've had a sliding scale. I used to really not get, nothing affected me. Mm -hmm. I had a very long fuse. Mm -hmm. So I've probably meandered from a one to about a four. Okay. (laughs) 4.9. She's like, I'm actually annoyed with you right now. (laughs) No, it's a big slide. Just in, you asked in general. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you have children now, you have a lot on your yeah. plate like I there's just, a lot going on right I feel like and I'm using this scale when recalling how often I'm saying Ugh, stop <laughs> mm, uh, you know like those kinds of noises which come from being annoyed being bothered or annoyed I make those sounds a lot more now than I used to mm-hmm. and do you find that it's with specific people or just circumstances in general no, I guess mm, it. a lot of it has to do with my own state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and I just I'm more tired and more grumpy more yeah. often I'll also say you're probably still <laughs> like on year shimming, you're saying that I'm more tired and more Emily's grumpy. like on shimmy, year shimmy, six shimmy. of not getting enough sleep yeah none of my kids sleep we got some a couple weeks ago but it wasn't enough yeah sleep is a little shot in the arm sleep is um you you can't catch up on sleep I know it's not yeah. and then that stresses me out to know don't I'll think about that <laughs> just delete put that sleep in the recycle is bin. not cumulative but you know what is sun exposure <laughs> yes, it's it very is. true so what about you what's your oh I'm probably always at a five <laughs> really <laughs> very rarely am I ever below a three I think I'm I live part of it's probably hormonal but yeah yeah I mean I'm similar to Emily I think as I've gained more responsibility in my life my annoyance has increased mm-hmm. those are two things that are going parallel next to one another mm-hmm. uh I think my temperament is pretty, even though I am a, I am particular about things, I don't necessarily get annoyed. I just am, I would rather that be that than that, but it, it's mm-hmm. not, an, it doesn't tip over to annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty, was always laid back. I feel like now, I don't know if that's how people would describe me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I Which, like the fuse analogy almost better than the, sli- the scale. Mm-hmm. It's like, what length is your fuse today, yeah. right now, in your season of life? Yeah. So. But I was going to say, I've noticed that if I'm doing the work that I can do to, like, pour into myself, mm-hmm. I am less an- annoyed. Yeah. I'm less annoyed when things go my way. Well, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, that's not going to happen no. for me. If, if life goes my way 51% of the time, that's great. You know, like I don't need it 99.9. I'm like 51% of the time. But in the event it's not, Mm -hmm. I have to learn to like be okay. Yeah. And I don't mean, and maybe Emily, you can think about that question too. You know, what conditions must exist for you not to be short fused? But for me, when I said when things go my way, I don't mean like I need to get my way all the time. Like, not like the stomping my feet and I want to be a brat, but I am a brat. But it's more like I don't a, mean that, but I am okay. No, no, I didn't. Mean, I was clarifying. <laughs> yeah, uh, the way I said that, I don't mean that like being a brat. I mean it in the sense of I know how to effectively, efficiently, and productively run my life and mm-hmm. the and the people that are part of my life, whether that's work or family or what my kids should or shouldn't be doing or husband, all the things, dog even. And if people would just do what I say without asking questions or (laughs) giving feedback or trying to help me problem solve, like I just feel like the world would operate at a much more productive, effective, and efficient pace. Uh But, and this is probably a good segue too, but one of the things that drives me crazy about my husband is if I give him a plan or I say, hey, I need you to X, Y, Z, Not every time, but a lot of times he'll say, well, why are we or why don't you? And I immediately am frustrated because I have already done the work of problem solving, thinking it through, looking at my schedule and figuring out the most efficient way to do it. So by the time that I have chosen to speak to you about it, it's no longer a discussion. It is, I have surveyed the landscape and this is what is best so when you say when he says why don't you it's immediately like oh so you really would want everybody at your home to be like (laughs) (laughs) 
right here at all times, just <laughs> marching. <laughs> just, I'm, yeah, where are my orders? I'm, I'm ready to go. I mean, <laughs> okay, question. <laughs> question. Well, do you ever I phrase, mean. do you ever phrase your plan? No, Emily, I don't. It's as, never an option. It's never as, a, a question or a hey, could I think, you? Do you nope. think this sounds good? Or could, I don't know that I've <laughs> thought about this. Could you help me? Do you ever Wait, ask for it? I'm template? changing my ringtone <laughs> to that song for Angela. Just because that's honestly, I don't, it's not just your family. Just so you know. Just well, every time she calls. <laughs> well, if you could stand up, grab the phone and salute while you're answering it, that would be great. First of all, the fallacy of that is I would never call you. I'm not going to call you to talk on the phone. <laughs> you have called me. If, maybe that should be your text message then. <laughs> right. Yes. Just, a one, just a one time. Sorry. <laughs> I interrupted you, Emily. Yeah. I was going to say, because I have been in meetings where you have asked people to poke holes. Yes. So. Yeah. But that's because she's allowing it at that time. Exactly. Yeah. So, so she's not allowing that. Are there certain phrases that Cody should listen for? To know if this is the opportunity to poke the hole. Yes, if I specifically say, what do you think? Uh That is an invitation. If there's a period at the end of my sentence, it's not an invitation. It's kind of like when you have an issue with your phone, and I have had many issues with my phone, and I will text Cody about it, which I shouldn't in the first place because he's not technologically savvy at all. My kids are better than he is. But I text him my issue with the phone, and he says, have, have you, you tried it turning off? it off? <laughs> There's nothing more offensive to me than someone who makes that suggestion to me. Because it, it, it means I am so dumb. <laughs> or any that and I don't know how to turn it off and on. A I problem mean, with when any very obvious basic solution is presented, it's okay to take offense. Well, where was the last place you had it? I hate it when people I say, went, I went last, to that spot. Yeah, where were the last places you had your keys? If I knew that, I would have them in my hands right now. I would go there. And they would be in my hands because I would have found them in the last place I had them. Okay, well, I say that sometimes. I'll say to my kids, okay, retrace your steps. Where was the last place you remember having them? Which is different than where's the last place they were. It's almost like, let's just go back. Yeah, and, and I think that's steps. that question of have you turned it? It's it's the step one, mm-hmm. restart. Step yeah. two, do that. So it's just walking through the steps. That's where I'm coming from with that question. I'm like, I have to go through these chronological steps to help problem solve. Mm-hmm. It's not a like, hey, you're dumb, you know? That's also what every child has been asked by their parents since the very first time they ever had a possession <laughs> yes. in their hand. So now by the time you're an adult, you're you're well-trained to know to, that's your first step. Yes. You don't yes. now have to also be reminded by your fellow adult peers right. to go look. Yeah, okay. That's These are really great annoyances, guys. Do you have of a, a, a pet peeve? Well, I mean, we started off with, you know, my husband trying to speak into and offer advice on situations that I've already squared away. And then Emily saying, it's kind of like when you lose something, the way that people help you find it. Is there anything just kind of in general that is annoying to you? I do have a bigger annoyance. Yeah, that. I was about to say, I think Emily had something else in the oh. tank other, other than what she said. Sudden loud noises. Yes. In 
infuriate me. Motorcycles and cars that yes. rev up as Y'all they can't drive live by. by me then because I like the train. loud places. Because Concert, it's ambient, right. it's happening. Keep yeah, it yeah. at that volume. But if it happens if, if without someone, warning, hey! Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Not about it. And maybe that's why I am like, ah! like I turn with like a snarl mm-hmm. all the time because it's happening all the time at my house. Okay. Like a big plastic truck will land on the wood floor mm-hmm. and. It makes a loud sound. Really, not even plastic. It, it has to be make like louder than that. Needles on your skin. That's adrenaline. That's yeah. adrenaline that mm-hmm. that like flashes. Yeah, it's you're like scared. Real quick it scares you. Right. The noise but frightens the th- you. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I what I've noticed about myself because two things that that <laughs> that bother me that I react with an equal with an equalness to it is loud noises and um, like sudden pain. So let me. Like you stub your that. toe. Right. Um, this, might, this might come out really bad. But That's okay. if there's a sudden loud noise, I will typically respond back with a, ah! Like, <laughs> like loud noise, now I'm loud. Yeah. <laughs> and Tip there was tat. a time it was, it was on the plane, <laughs> and um. I think it was Hayes in my lap. But he did something where he, like, raised up. You know how kids, they don't know their surroundings yes, I think I know where like, like, yes. and they he oh. came up and Under the top of his head hit, hit my chin, chin yes and just reactively I just like slapped I just like <laughs> swatted his leg like just <laughs> it was like a bam bam <laughs> it's <laughs> like Tommy's dad like somebody with like the, if my hair gets pulled like pull hair and like whatever side it is that same arm is gonna like Wah! like yeah. it's um it's a knee jerk yeah. kind of reaction it's a it's a, it's a like a a response yeah. like if someone would hit your knee and you and you kick yeah right yeah. right you can't help it <laughs> yes there's not a lot of like power behind it uh-huh. you know that it's not it's a, like squatting a, a fly it's a, re- it's a it's reflex it's just a reflex yes a reflex yeah but don't pull em- sounds, emily's hair guys <laughs> you might get backhanded <laughs> in the cheek no um oh yeah that's a good one what about have you had any thoughts <laughs> kathy well y'alls are very specific yeah mm-hmm. um and like phys- emily's are like physical mm-hmm. and yours are uh, <laughs> i think mine are more relational mm-hmm. mine more fall in like anything it, angela does no not understanding why someone wouldn't respond xyz and it, it peeves me a little bit like why couldn't you just say thank you mm-hmm. or why couldn't you just say i'm sorry like those things kind of drill in my head a little bit okay i'm laughing because if we were doing a a podcast about enneagram numbers and annoyances we just so classically described our numbers as they pertain to annoyances eights yeah do what i say don't ask why emily i felt pain so you will too (laughs) (laughs) you are the one is like I just don't understand. It's like criticism. I don't understand why you wouldn't send someone flowers on their birthday because that's the right thing to do. Or be courteous or use yeah, manners or text back because I texted cur- you. It's more, it's not even manners, etiquette or quick quo, quo. It's, it's kindness. I like can't, I'm like, wow, I don't mm-hmm. just but be does nice. It, yeah. But does it annoy you because it's, it's something that seems so simple and comes yes. naturally to you? 
I don't like, think it why should is come it hard naturally for you? to me. I think any if it if I can do it, anybody can say thank no, you. No, but you're you are a kind, thoughtful person. Like that is yeah, you wake sure. up thinking about other people and things like that. So, but not everybody does that. Okay, so that brings up a really great point because one of our listeners commented, and I don't, I'm going to say their Instagram handle names, but obviously I don't know if I'm saying them right. But this one I think is Xylogirl, X Y L O G U R L. Okay. Uh, she says things that annoy her are people who stop just before being truly helpful, like dropping the socks mm. right next to the hamper or putting your dirty plate next to the sink instead of rinsing it off and putting it in the sink. That's a funny way to put that. Right before you're helpful. Right before. I do remember when I was married, I did not understand why this individual would leave the boxers next to the hamper. I was like, uh-huh. or the bed. Yeah, I'm he like, let my husband, my husband, leads, <laughs> leaves his clothes right next to the bed. Yeah, I'm like, it, did you think that today I would wake up and go, I can't wait to put these away for you. <laughs> How did you do this prior to me being here? Like those were always the questions going through my, what did you do? Did you just have this pile and then you took the pile and you burned them all and then you got more? Like, Uh no, you, you put them away. Yes. So what is different about kids my age? I don't appreciate when there's no effort applied at all. Mm -hmm. So I at least will applaud them when they take their plate from the table and put it by the sink. Cause otherwise there's a broken glass in the sink. Cause I've had Hayes do it before he catapults it in yeah know? so <laughs> i actually need him to that that's him completing his by the sink is way better than is, in the sink yes, at this point. Yes. yeah but i have very little tolerance with adults so with this i would say my example is the almost doing it all the way is taking the grocery cart and then just like letting it hang out by the return yeah put okay. it all the way in push it in well let Maybe me say I do have more pet that peeves. is <laughs> oh i have seen a woman leave it there and I like tried to go fall like ding 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 hey who do you think is gonna put that up and now somebody can't park there because you just Cause left you it, in, just the left of it the out in the middle of the parking lot well, well I wanted to track her down you are not alone because there were I have some uh comments that were common annoyances it was too much to list everybody specific but I have some examples of common annoyances in the grocery cart. There was a lot was around a, the grocery was store. Was a very common annoyance mm-hmm. when people don't go that extra step to put it in the one person yeah. called it a corral, a cart corral, uh-huh. not not pushing it all the way in. But you know, if there were enough people that were annoyed to the degree that they would go push it in for them, mm-hmm. when will your annoyances actually drive Turn you to action. action? Oh, yeah. I always push it. Like I, if I see that they're uncorralled in the corral, I will go adjust them them Mm -hmm. for the next person and hope that they will complete their task. Yeah. Yeah. So not to, yeah, not to dump this ship just yet. Maybe we could dive into this later, but I think to just walk around annoyed Mm -hmm. without trying to do something about it, make some changes. Yeah. Then you're just walking around grumpy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I think I think I do put it in the corral, but I also have... She's like, I'm one of those people that doesn't do it. No, I definitely make sure it goes over the little metal plate that keeps the... It's on the ground and it keeps the carts in Uh because I don't want the carts rolling around. But I don't like always 
shove it into the previous card. Okay. I don't line it up, but mm. I have before. That's disappointing. As people are walking out with their cart or going back to the cart to put their cart up, if I see them and I need a cart, I'll say, here, let me take that for you. Yeah. Can't and do I, that anymore, but yes, prior yeah, to. That's true. <laughs> Pre-COVID. Yeah. Well, I think that back to the example of being almost helpful, back to my husband. Sorry, Cody. Um, he will occasionally make the bed. And so, Emily, to your point, this is – I, I kind of want to know with a uh-huh. 46, 47 year old person, uh-huh. <laughs> um, when he makes the bed, should I be like, yay, he, he actually went the extra mile and made the bed. But the way he made the bed looks equivalent to the way that, that a five-year-old would try to do it. So in my opinion, i he pull the cover over the pillow. He doesn't pull it over okay. the pillow, but you know how <laughs> I've got six pillows on my bed. Yes. Seven, three go on the back. Two big ones, and a single, and mm-hmm. then another There's single. There's been a pattern for some years now. 20. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't understand where like the sheets are pulled back, but it's not, not smoothed. And then all the pillows are just thrown on top. Oh, no. In no order. <laughs> it's like slumber party. Woo. Right. So do I am, should I be thankful that that was done without me asking or annoyed that you did it, but this was the best you could do? <laughs> I think you have a right to be annoyed with okay. that. Thank I, you. I have told Tommy, mm, I could count maybe at least five times just in the recent past that a king-size bed is not a square. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? It is wider than uh-huh. it is long. But it's still so a rectangle. It's a rectangle, not a square. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't think that it matters which way you throw the duvet cover on mm-hmm. so he frequently puts it on to where it's really long he doesn't understand yes. the and it's really short the, on the sides yeah. yeah because it's supposed to be going that way right it's not a square this side is longer so you you put the long ends on the side but is it because he just sense? doesn't see it it's hard sometimes especially if it's a californian king and oh it's just a regular king yeah Sometimes it's hard to, because the length is not like a twin bed where it's, it's obvious. Not, it's right. not narrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. But to be able to see that there's all this extra blanket mm-hmm. on the foot of the bed and it's barely covering the sides of the bed. Yeah. Should that be a should clue be a trigger. To, to turn. Yeah. That should be a topic. I will say one time, long time ago, when Pastor Barry Camp was at Highland Baptist Church, he was talking about wives getting annoyed with their husbands. And he said, Wives, you don't want your husbands to see the things the way that you see them, right? See, I disagree with that. I know where he's going with that. But like my parents are both efficiently tidy people. Oh my gosh, your parents. If I could, if your parents would hold a training school for spouses, kids, or husbands or people, I would send Cody. Okay. Maybe they should do that in their retirement. Go show adult men how to keep things tidy. Because your parents make life easier for each other. They do. They, my dad, (laughs) so funny. He'll go, well, you know why that looks like lack of management on that deal. (laughs) Like he always, management. From the time I was five years old, he'd go, well, that's just a lack of management. Like if it was someone's power washer that wasn't cleaned and they had to get one because Mm -hmm. they weren't taking care of it or their car's dirty he's like that's just a lack of management (laughs) he's like it's just management 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 but yes they they both do for one another Mm -hmm. in a way that I think for me 
I would come into a very peaceful place. But going to your house is like going to a hotel. It is so clean. Any drawer, you know how we always have the junk drawers in your house mm-hmm. or the one cabinet or your closet where you know things need to be. Or your parents don't have any of that, and I know they don't have kids. They, they do, on- but they they maintain it. Gosh, it is like you could literally eat off of their floors. It's mm-hmm. the most refreshing. Fee. And it's like that because you guys have a lake house too. And that is also immaculate. Your dad's boat is immaculate. Their cars are immaculate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that takes a lot of work, but gosh, I love it. And you know what that communicates to me? They're grateful for their things. They, they don't take advantage take of, their, of their, things. their things. They don't think like, oh, well, I deserve this. It was like, I earned this and I want to take care it. of it. I want to make it last yes. as long as possible. Yes. And I don't want that to be a generational thing. I think a lot of times we're like, oh, you know, that generation just is more responsible or they're just more courteous or prompt. Like, I think that's a, that's a human, like any human is capable of mm-hmm. behaving that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to some of these other uh, people who have expressed some annoyances because some of these actually are great things to discuss as a public education or public awareness piece so d curry eight said it annoys her when you attend a concert with seats and the people in front of you stand the entire time so that you and in her case your elderly parents can't see the stage what is the rule for that this is hard for me Uh because my parents actually had this happen to them they went to an eagles concert and the people in front of them and around them were like yeah standing up and my parents are older and they were like so glad I get to see the back of your butt the whole time. Yeah. But when I'm at a concert, you I want to stand, stand up. up. I know. And used to, back in the day, or at least when I used to go to concerts in junior high and high school, the floor didn't yes. have seats. You got to, That's and you paid you extra only. to go stand. But now everything is seated mostly. So it means you either always are going to stand up or you can't ever. I think same goes with sporting events. You're going to have fans that stand 90% of a football game Mm -hmm. and you're going to be trying to look around them to find the screen because you can't see the field. So Mm -hmm. what if you're standing and the people behind you tap you and say, hey, do you mind sit down? We can't see. So the Baylor Kansas game I went to and it was a huge game. We lost sick them still. Um, The couple behind me was older and me and Andrea, Priscilla's daughter, were so lit for the game. Mm hmm and having so much fun and they the couple behind me just kept saying very loudly how annoyed they were with us and i kind of was like were y'all standing the whole time or just periodically everyone was standing the whole time that it was that kind of game yeah or up and down and up and down and i was like i'm sorry like i tried to move to the aisle as much as i Mm -hmm. could or like have space between her and i so that they could see through us but when you're in it like yeah I don't actually have an answer for this. Yeah, it starts with either. whoever the first row is in that section. If they stand up, mm-hmm. the entire section is going to stand up behind them. Yeah. Because I think if the standers are in the minority, you know, like if everybody is sitting mm-hmm. and it's just the people in front of you that are standing, I'd say, you know, hey, can you kind of see that everybody else in the section right, is sitting down? Right, right. If you're the only one sitting and everyone else is yeah. standing, then... You either need to stand up or watch it at home. Okay. So you got to, whatever the group does is what is majority rules in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I think with the concert my parents went to, I think they're, 
since it was an older crowd, there weren't that many people standing. It was like literally the two people in front of them. And they're right. like, good night. <laughs> now, I do yeah. think that like in the nosebleed section, you know, you can't see standing any better than you can sitting down. And you're looking at the screen. Yeah. yeah. So right. in my opinion, maybe up there, you don't stand up. There's no point. Mm-hmm. No, one's, no, can, no one can see you or hear you. So just sit down. Uh, Grace... Messer Smith, I think that's how you say her name. She says, when people say things like, "Ah, let's get together sometime when you bump bump into them randomly in public, but you know they have no intention of Hmm. ever calling. Yes. I ran into what was a good friend of mine in college. Mm -hmm. Have not seen her since. Both live in Waco. Run into her at HEB, a, a grocery store here in town. And... You know when there's 12 years to catch up on, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to do it right there in the grocery store. So there's nothing else to say other than, hey, wow, good to see you. And and then just keep walking. Mm -hmm. But she felt, and I could, you know, you know when you can like see someone acting under pressure? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She felt the pressure to end with, we should get lunch sometime. Mm. I was like, no, we shouldn't because we're not (laughs) friends. Yeah, yeah. No, this this was our interaction because yeah. neither of us have thought to see each other in the last 12 years. That's How do you feel about it, that, Angela? I don't say it a lot because I think more, more and more I'm less and less social. So I don't <laughs> want to say something that would <laughs> make someone <laughs> that would make someone even hope. I wouldn't want to create hope or false expectation, you know, because yeah. then I think ultimately it's a poor reflection of you and your words. In, yeah, in general, mm-hmm. don't say something that you don't intend to actually right. do. So it's not often, but if someone says it to me, I don't, there's only a few people that I've thought, you actually don't mean that. But there are people that, what's more common is people who say it, and I know they want to do that. So then I feel pressure, mm. but I'm not going to initiate. Mm-hmm. So then it never then happens. What? Yeah, I, that, I was five five years ago maybe when I realized that oh people are just saying that to me and they Mm -hmm. don't mean it Mm -hmm. like it was a fairly recent discovery I was like 31 30 Uh when but hey hey girl yeah we should hang out sometime I'd be like okay Mm -hmm. and I didn't I I, I was after about three or four me texting and there's no reply Mm -hmm. three different times with the different people I was like Oh, they're just saying that. Yeah. Well, here's a here's a tip off for those of you listening at home. It's the difference between should and when. If I say, hey, we should grab lunch sometime, that's not an invitation. That's a general statement that may or may not happen. If you say, when can we grab lunch? That is actionable. Yeah. And Great so if you're like Catherine, I don't mm-hmm. want any of you at home to be falsely hoping that a should is going to turn into a thing. So if you hear the word should, you have two two choices. You can just know that that's probably an offhanded comment that may or may not happen. So don't have too much hope. Or in that moment, you can go, we actually should. When are you available? Like put them on the spot. Right. Call them out. I've got my yeah. calendar out. Yeah. I'm available next Tuesday at 12.52 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Or, hey, it's 11.30 right now. What are you doing in the next 30 minutes? Oh, nothing. Yeah. This might make me sound like a really jaded jerk, but I think there are three phrases that have become watered down and mm-hmm. often overused. Yes. yes. Yeah. I think even just a simple phrase of how are you mm-hmm. is totally cultural. Or how about no? 
How, how are, are you? <laughs> no, really. How no, are really. You? That's almost worse, but go ahead. Yes. So how are you? Mm-hmm. Do you care? Or are you just saying that because that's what automatically comes after hi? Uh-huh. Hi, how are you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cultural phrase. Um, we should get lunch mm-hmm. that we've been over to and I'll pray for you. <laughs> Will you? <laughs> are you? Why? Like I've taken those things very seriously. Why didn't you just seriously? pray now and not yeah. tell me? Yes, but I've, I've mm-hmm. taken those things very uh, seriously and mm-hmm. more in my more recent adult years where I've been cautious to actually think before I say I'm going to pray for someone, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and commit to and know, it. am I going to, mm-hmm. or if I don't intend to, then I can say, I'm so sorry. Please keep me updated. Yeah. You get a lot of that on hey, uh, Facebook. Not going to pray for you just so you know, but I care about <laughs> no. you. So if you just please keep me, keep me in the loop, I will keep caring for I you. Just, I would <laughs> rather someone say, yeah. Hey, love you. Cause I know you do. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to pray, don't say that you're gonna, yeah. cause you know, those Facebook comments fill yes. up with, Praying, 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 praying. praying. Yeah. I need to, I need to know your word. Yeah, you really? even got more specific. Praying now. So if you're gonna write praying now, you better be praying now. Praying right now. Stop type. Start praying. <laughs> yes. yeah. Or the best ones are the dear heavenly Father. Like they pray in the comments. Mm. At least that's more genuine yeah. than. I think what's hard is the intention is probably good. And you for, might intend to do lunch. Or not. Emily, is this one of your pet peeves? It is. <laughs> well, all three, I, maybe all three of those things. Well, and I, I think it's a challenging and responsible thought to ask people to be more responsible with their words. I think that's it. That's my, that's my issue. In not everything. Issue, but yeah. So two or three years ago, I can't remember, Catherine, you would remember, I, I don't make New Year's resolutions, but one day I woke years up ago. and was like, this, if this was going to be a New Year's resolution, this is what I'm resolving to do this year. And it was to let my no be no and to let my yes be yes. Specifically, mm-hmm. what I was thinking about was the number of times that I have agreed to going to someone's birthday or attending someone's party or showing up for dinner that I would cancel on last minute with no good reason, just because I didn't feel like it or I was tired or that day was really hectic and I would bail. And I didn't like that about myself. And I actually so don't know that about you. I purposed that I if I said I was going to show up or I RSVP'd for your party, I would attend. Mm-hmm. And if I couldn't commit, then I would say, I really hope to be there. I'll let you know. You know? Yeah. And so it's it's kind of along the same lines as that. Don't mm-hmm. RSVP hoping that you'll remember or that it gets added to your calendar and then actually decide the day of, depending on if your schedule was busy or if you had a good or bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because back in the day, like until mm, about 19, 2000 we you had to write replies to mm-hmm. invitations you yeah. had to know if you were going yeah. you had to fill out the reply card or pick up the phone and call like mm-hmm. your landline mm-hmm. now it's like evite oh i forgot to check it it's so loose yeah there's not this sense of like i have to it's like i'll get to it mm-hmm. which I mean, I think that yes, be yes, and no, be no is like, I'm getting to it now. Well, and don't even get me started on birthday parties, but until you have a child who is throwing a birthday party and you realize how lackadaisical parents are with RSVPing either way, mm. and you're trying to put a birthday party together, and there's that moment where you're thinking no one is going to show up because no one's RSVP'd, that'll put the fear of God in you to make sure that on your end, you never do that. Maybe you should else. just yes. implement um handwritten rsvps like you're sending the invitation out in the mail and then it's like to 
to the pre-stamped RSVP. Yeah, here's how you reply like we used to, like normal people. Well, <laughs> what I've noticed in my, you know, moms and kids that have uh, birthday parties these days is it, it starts with an invite. And then about a week before, it's a reminder to a text thread. Hey, mm-hmm. don't forget my child's birthday's coming. This, this and then ridiculous. a couple of days before, it might be like, hey, just so a I confirmed. can plan accordingly. Or if you if you miss the invite, if you don't wouldn't mind just re- replying here. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of... But I've even found myself day of wanting to confirm, like still on for tonight. Right. Just to make sure that the people that had said yep. yes, even a couple days prior, were still on for that same day of. Right. Right. Again, back to just the how frequently common it is for people to change their minds the day of. Yes, and I do think that if anyone is worth, well, here's what I'm trying to say. Birthdays, I think, are very important for kids and for adults. And so it attending someone's birthday is not about whether or not it's convenient for you. No, it's their birthday. It's, and it, you are honoring them by, by making time out of your schedule to be with them. So if the day arrives and you've had a hectic day and your plans have gone to crap and you're tired, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Their birthday is not about how you feel. Now, I do need to tattle on myself because recently a friend of mine had a 50th birthday. It was a big deal. I had two texts about was I coming, one directly from her. I said, yes, I was. The day of gets here. My kids were out of volleyball practice late. We still had to go home. I had to shower because I'd done a multiple workout filming. So I wasn't even going to get to her party till 9 or 9.30. And Cody had to be up at 5 a.m. So the last minute, I did Mm -hmm. have to say, I'm so sorry. But I had worked it in my head like all day trying to go until things kind of fell apart at the end. I simply could not do it. Mm -hmm. But I felt so... I felt bad. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I think if that were the norm, if I was about to say, yeah, if the norm was eighty percent of people are telling you yes or yes or no, and then twenty percent are not replying, but it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's eighty percent are not replying, twenty percent are like, yes, I'll be there. Right. You know, and that's that's changed. I mean, at my mom when I was little, she was like, "You are thankful and grateful for every invite you get, and you are going with a present with a smile on your face." Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is in the grade, if if you if you hang out with them or not. Or if the party sounds fun for you. Yeah, right. you're going. Yeah. You don't like roller skating. I did like roller skating. <laughs> you don't like whatever, you're going and you're right. going to be so happy yeah. that yeah. you get to do this. Yeah. My kids have said that before. You know, I'll say, hey, you got invited to the son's birthday. They'll say, where is it? Oh, it's at the roller skating. I don't like to roller skate. And I'll say, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's her birthday and she likes to. And you got invited. So you can go and not roller skate, but... Just eat the gumballs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mama Gill 08 says, what drives me crazy? Trying to date in my thirties. Men are confusing. Ha ha ha. Also when people, <laughs> when people are late and when grown adults make fart jokes. <laughs> to that last one. Okay. Threefold. I say amen. No. Okay. Emily Mama loves- Gill. I know you guys both like fart farting jokes. I don't even like the word F A R T. I don't love the word. I like fart. I, right, right. I, like I prefer toot. toot. I mean, definitely not pooped. <laughs> <laughs> I think poot is the best. <laughs> poot, pooter, pooter. Um, no, poot. Did you haven't heard that word? If, if, if someone, poot. if someone would go, <laughs> yeah, if someone walked up to me and was like, "Did you just poot?" I would be like, "Can you step back?" It might be kind of like a poop toot. Yeah. Uh, poop. Poop. Like did a you shart. Just, 
Shard. I think shard's a hilarious <laughs> word. Okay, but both of you guys, you in particular. We're both going, hey. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like Beavis and Butthead. Right? <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't like talking about tooting, pooting, pooping, anything. Well, so part of this originated from my family, mm-hmm. my cousins that would dutch oven me as a child you know just let one go in the sheets and then pour your head the sheets over your head and just you're dead at that point i mean you're just egg smell no air can't breathe and you're gagging (laughs) i'm like gagging as i'm thinking about it i think potty humor in general is very funny what i don't like i love tooting jokes i don't like burps I don't like burping. I don't yeah, like whenever that people... From the, from the intro podcast where you said that pastor was trying to talk through a burp. Oh, right. That's who. But <laughs> when somebody is just like... <laughs> you might as well throw up on the floor. <laughs> it is that gross to me. I don't like loud... And that's that's new. Yeah. That's, that's been in my adulthood. I used okay. to try to burp the alphabet. So you know. question... If we're in, let's say it's not just the three of us, because I know there's a different comfort level, but let's say that we're in a staff meeting, okay? And no, someone. The answer is no. If someone toots, you don't call it out. Right. Yeah, because oh. you're in a staff meeting. Okay. If there's one a of level us, professional. Yeah. If it. one of us were here and went, just like, <laughs> I would be like, see, that, it's funny. No, yeah. it's funny because she did that with her mouth. <laughs> well, that's because I used yeah. to do it with my mouth all the time in high school. Anytime someone. No, no, let me tell well, this hold on, story. Hold on, hold on. Just let me get through this one. Every time someone in front of me in high school would lean like on cheek to cheek, I'd go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this is tangential because when you and I were first friends, do you remember? This is one of the very first things yeah, I, like, I have not trained done it. out of I have you. not done it since then. Yes. She, it was so weird. I had just never, and I guess it was the age difference. I had never been around anyone that had ever done this. But we would be like in the car and I would be like getting out to get out of the car and she would make the tooting noise as I'm getting would, out of the car. She would like lift a cheek and I'd go, like, like, and I... We cried. Imagine you looking over at her like, <laughs> what? what? The I was like, <laughs> what? And then she would, you know, it's just us. It was one thing, but then sometimes it would be like with Cody, and he's even less amused. I don't know if I did that in front of Cody. I don't know. There, there are other situations. I don't know. Surprised. What it was. So surprised, and just <laughs> like, what grade are we? In? Well, <laughs> Emily. So we had a friend. Uh, yeah. That also didn't like potty humor mm-hmm. but not just didn't appreciate it i think found offense to it yeah mm-hmm. similar to your like burp, was grossed out by it really yeah. grossed out about it we didn't know this about this individual and um we were all on a trip together and emily had just utilized the guest bathroom mm-hmm. which is in a hallway where is highly trafficked area sure. and this individual was walking by the guest bath as emily was walking out and emily it's, it wasn't just potty humor it's also a locker room like interactions yeah 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 um so i just walked out and very casually told her to give it five (laughs) while simultaneously giving her a little smack on the rear (laughs) she didn't she i think she was startled by the smack (laughs) and very grossed out by the direction because it was like hey why don't you give that five (laughs) like and we didn't know her very well so that was like but i didn't know at the time i was like stunning her yeah kind of how you are with loud sounds 
she probably yes all her okay a couple of more amanda faye pillow says uh what annoys me is when someone returns something empty back to its place in the house for example an empty tea pitcher back in the fridge an empty box of goldfish back in the cabinet oh, empty ice who trays does that who are these people? Uh, people who live in my family. <laughs> <laughs> children. I imagine children yeah. do that. They don't know. They think they're probably they doing the right thing. They take the last one. And they're like, and mm, put this back. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I think that is definitely something that can be trained. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Leah Fuster says, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people do not bag their own groceries at the grocery store. They wait for the checker to check everything out and then stand there while watching everything pile up. And then they watch as the checker puts the bags in the groceries. It, uh, it bothers me so much that I often offer to bag other people's groceries just to keep it moving. So, so I think this might be a little, she's in Colorado. This might be a little bit of a cultural mm-hmm. thing because we like, you like can't bag your own groceries at HEB. I do help. I do help sometimes if they're backed up, mm-hmm. but it is someone's like job. job. Like they want to do it. It's not like, Hey, can you get to this? But if there's not someone in my lane or if they're backed up, I will totally Unless help. Unless you're at Walmart. They don't want to help. <laughs> well. They don't want to bag your groceries. Yeah. I know in England, I remember one time I visited there and you do bag your own groceries. And I was I was waiting for someone to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So well, that's how it is um, at Aldi. Yeah. They check in one thing and you go with a basket mm-hmm. full of individual items and you have to bring your own yes bags to put it in but that's the cultural thing because they say that's how we keep prices low right 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 so so. I think it depends but yes if someone's just have has 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 their feet up and smoking a cigarette and is like could someone get to this mm-hmm. that is not okay right Bag the, groceries. your posture your attitude towards the person working is everything yeah. but you know in the same way that at some gas stations in certain states you aren't allowed to pump your own gas. Well, that would seem very strange to us because right. everybody puts their own gas in their car. I know I have tried to tip um, people at the mm-hmm. grocery store before uh, if they took my, if they went and actually, and they're not allowed to take tips. So nice. That's great because I've never tried to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like I had like all this stuff or I dropped something or oh my God, you know, there's yeah. an extenuating circumstance and they're not allowed to take tips. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I think what we can say or advise is if, if you're waiting for the groceries to be checked out and someone is not actively putting them into bags, help. Help. Be helpful. Yeah. We does, agree, Leah. Yeah. What does it matter just to help? And then if someone comes and takes over your job, say thank you. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, say thank you. Okay, two other quick ones. Veronica0782 says that she is annoyed by small talk. So are you. I know. Okay. That's why I highlighted this one. Yes. What do y'all feel about small talk? It, it annoys so, me. So subjective. It annoys me the most when we're in a meeting. You know, like sometimes Catherine and I will have a, a our business coach will pop in and the meeting, meeting's from two to four, whatever. And y'all all will always start off with chit chat. Yes. Unrelated to you the meeting. You have to prime the pump. I just want to sit down and get to work. I know, but I think there are certain circumstances where, A, I genuinely care and haven't seen the person since the last time I saw them, and I'm like, hey, what? how's it been with... I'm always just worried that we're wasting their time, you know? They would tell me. Okay. But I do think the the other side of that is when people are like, what do you love best about being you? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got to go. It's not this right now. 
Yeah. And I need to leave. Mm-hmm. With meetings, it's nice to have icebreaker, but if it can be contained yeah. to the first 15 minutes. Bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even in our staff meetings, when it's like staff shout outs and tell me something good, I know I should like it. I, I'm always worried that people find it boring and mundane. And they might, yeah. but you're exercising a muscle that will then be built into the culture to where you don't then have to keep asking for it. It just starts to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's creating a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, I want to hear more what you don't like about small talk. Like, interpersonally not at work well it's kind of like when we were talking about earlier like when you see somebody at the grocery store hey how are you good how are you good good we should grab lunch sometime i mean it just Uh i want things to mean i want words to mean things and i know that is hard to have every moment have words that contain meaning so i have a hard time because i i don't know how to describe what happens inside my body (laughs) (laughs) but I'll be at the grocery store and I feel as if I see someone I know, I will go, hey, I will not go the other way. Yes, I've seen. <laughs> a lot of times when I'm with you in public, I'm, it's like walking around with a mayor because you're going to go and you're not being a politician, but you are generally going to go up to that person. Whereas I would see the person and try to go down a different aisle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I saw them. I need to go say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I genuinely want to talk to them. And I want to say there are moments where I have more patience and capacity. I don't, you know, I'm not always like trying to avoid people. I know when we used to travel. <laughs> I mean, would, you did run around the office today for 20 minutes. It was weird when we both walked yeah. in. I'm just kidding. But you know, when we used to travel and be on planes and you're sitting by strangers, you know, I would find myself often knowing a stranger's complete life story by the end of that plane ride. But more and more these days, I'm like, forehead to the window asleep <laughs> like, do not disturb <laughs> what is that's an interesting thing to point out because I probably lean more on the side of a aisle avoider mm-hmm. um which is interesting because as probably the resident extrovert, extrovert mm-hmm. there is still a certain energy output and time and mm-hmm. space for that but I'm more likely to talk to a stranger where there's no expectation to where the conversation goes or how long the conversation lasts. Whereas someone who I know in like this little mm-hmm. section of my life. That is I very like, interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. if it were obviously one of y'all or I don't know, even someone at the office that you see every day and it's no big deal. You can mm-hmm. go give a fist bump. What are you getting? Yeah, me too. And it's kind of that. There's no pressure for us to talk in the grocery store because we talk all the time. Yeah. But the person you're not talking to a lot. But you see occasionally, it's almost like I feel like I I feel the pressure of like I want you to know I'm excited to see you, but I don't want to spend time talking to you. So Mm -hmm. how do I like smile real big, but like make it quick? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not make it versus a stranger. You can just wear a mask and keep going. Yeah. Yes. But but to your point, (laughs) a stranger, you know, it's like reading a book that you know nothing about yeah you can drive at the conversation as much or as little as you want mm-hmm. but with someone that you medium know medium <laughs> well know yeah there is more, it feels like more pressure yeah to make it not small talk but not too much a uh, large talk or deep talk yes you know to stay right in that middle lane yes. which still just requires energy mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i will say the the 
risk of talking to people on planes is you never know what you're going to get. And I think I have been in this situation before where I've seen Catherine because she's always engaging the person beside her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Your aisle. Your aisle. I'm window. No. I know. I'm sorry. You're middle. middle. That's the whole (laughs) situation is that someone has a preference that they would like to be on the window seat and it's not me. And so (laughs) I am in the middle. Yes. And you always, (laughs) you, you will always exchange some cordial yeah, cordialities I will, cordial, I will let them know that? i'm not a weirdo and i'm a nice person and i'll say hey you know how are you doing yes. today just because it's someone me sitting next to you for three hours oh, i know huh. but my point is that you have sat beside some weirdos absolutely where like an hour in you're like jabbing your knee into my knee like help rescue me or the weird guy that was reading the bible and i don't know if i remember that person i don't know he's weird reading anyway anyway that's <laughs> Wait, a whole can you explain that just no because i don't remember enough details right now but we've like, sat by really interesting people too like yes. the guy that was like his job was to find pedophiles yeah i mean mm-hmm Ooh, We've sat beside some amazing people. But anyway, all that to say, I get what you're saying. Okay, two more things and then I got to wrap it up. Okay. Hi, Heidi. I know, I have, to, I have to go literally at 115 today. Heidi to kids says, this is hilarious. She says, when people spread their toes, hashtag keep those things together where they belong. <laughs> I actually agree with that. I don't really like feet. When do people? Oh, yes, that. <laughs> Emily, stop. Stop. <laughs> have you ever have you ever been on the beach and you're next to someone and they put their feet up and Catherine you, is taking off her socks. You try and not to, to look. You try not to look and they, they put their their feet get out of the sandals and they're like, Yes. And then they go, Oh <laughs> and they start spreading their toes. Done. Now I know, but that would have been Or on a couch, they, they like noticed. take their socks off, they're so excited, they're rubbing their feet, and then they go, Yeah <laughs> and they spread their toes. It's disgusting. We're gonna have to take a picture of your toes spread apart for our No, because they are not pedicured. <laughs> yeah. I hate feet too, so even this discussion is kind of grossing me Funny. out. But okay, well now I know sure to look for agree. it. Yes. And then the only other thing I was gonna just touch base on was there were like I said earlier, there were a lot of common annoyances that I think we're going to go, oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so they were being rude to service staff, like waiters, waitresses, people like that. Um, A lot of annoyances with noises, whether that was eating, (laughs) (laughs) uh, noises that people make with their mouths, utensils on a plate, uh, slurping and breathing, hearing somebody breathe. (laughs) All of the above. This. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That. Um, Smoking. And vaping, people were really offended by vapors who think that it doesn't count as smoking and people who smoke in places that they are not allowed to smoke. Uh, Being interrupted. Okay. No one's going to reply to that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like being interrupted, though. I don't think anybody does. Passive aggressive behavior. Specifically, when people go to Facebook to say something that no, feels general, you can't, you can't but. be doing that. Cut that out. <laughs> stop it. It here. Go Google Bob Newhart. Stop it. And every time you want to do something like that, just go watch that video. Okay. Stop it. Stop doing things like that. It's not helping anybody or yourself. Okay. And then the final one was kids asking for food in various ways. <laughs> And I think it's because we've just mom, all been home. Mom, yes. mom, 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 Our kids have mom. been home since February. It is now summer. It's 
you know, still in the middle of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We're tired of feeding our families. We're tired of our kids being hungry. So I'm tired of feeding myself. Yes. It's just me. I'm like, could I just have like some other way of eating? Yeah, like an IV. Like yeah. intravenous. Mm-hmm. Just because this cooking situation mm-hmm. is, oh, it's a lot. Cooking and then restaurants that just refuse to stay open past eight o'clock. Right. Well, yeah, we're all going. I'm just tired we're, of it. We're, we're we are regressing mm-hmm. here in Texas. They're forcing yeah. me to cook and I'm tired of cooking and tired of, yes, sometimes the kids just stay hungry a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> that concludes our episode of You Drive Me Crazy. And that I was think maybe one more time. Yeah. Hey, as a parting bit of advice, Pay attention to the things that drive you crazy and make sure you are not habitually driving other people crazy. (laughs) If you have the capacity to change any of your behaviors, do it for the rest of the world. Well, like you're sounding like an Enneagram one, Emily. (laughs) She's stressed out right now. She's stressed out by this podcast. But to your point, take the annoyance and let it drive you to action. Yeah. And you yourself, don't be annoying on purpose. Mm -hmm. If you know that what you do annoys the person that you live closely with, don't just let it be the thing that's about you. Oh, that defines me. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe okay. you can improve. Or I was going to say, if you if you are so naive as to think that things that you do don't annoy people, oh. first of all, self-check. Because, Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody annoys everybody. Uh-huh. Okay, period. But if you're like, well, I just don't know what I do that annoys people. Guess what? That is an invitation for you to go ask. Go to your husband, go to your friend. I've even had one of my girls do this. I said, go to your friends and ask them, what am I doing that is annoying to you? I want to learn. I want to hear. I want to grow. But don't ask if it's just going to make you more annoyed. Yeah. So. Does me eating really slow annoy y'all? You don't you hurry. slow? I'm a very oh. slow eater. Oh, eating. Oh, I was saying in general. Like when we're getting out of cars. Just me being slow. <laughs> going no, to the airport. Do you know, know why that is though? Because mm-hmm. there are so many moving parts with the airport and the things. I'm like, I don't want to have to go back. So I would rather like, do I, okay, do you have, do we have, do we, da, 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 you're da. not, uh, you take to heart, haste makes waste. Yes. You don't want to waste. I just want to see you have a little haste. Angela. You know, you can be checking, but like check and be frantic. Like just show no, me, that's, demonstrate show me that you're moving quickly. That's stressful. See, be I feel quick. like I'm efficient, a, efficient. I'm a, I'm more, I would, I'm a, do you know that you're, um, some, yes, sometimes a little hard to not travel with, but you, you, you can hit it after, you could put a period after the word hard. No, 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 no. I don't do you know that, that sometimes you're a little hard? No. <laughs> yes. No, but you do in stressful situations get frantic at times. Right. The plane's so leaving. We got to go. Get I'm, to the terminal. I'm going to be the opposite of that. Mm. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm moving and I'm moving peacefully through the waters. I'm not, it's not going to help for me to be like, yeah, let's freaking go. Come on. It's not going to help. Oh no. <laughs> it does help because in my army, we're all going to go fast and be responsive. 
Do you okay? I can match your energy if you would like me to. I don't think you want me to do that. If I was like, okay, do you have your keys? Do you have the manuals? Do you have the apparel? Do you have the merch bag? No, no, that's me. That's me asking you. Right. So then I'll go. Yes, yes I yes, do. Yes. I have them. I have them all. I've already thought about it. Quit asking me. Like, do you think that? Yes. Would if go? it gets you out of the car and into the terminal faster, yes, do that. Uh, I don't think that's helpful. Well, what you do is check for your phone 17,000 times. <laughs> and it's always where yes, it always is. Because do you know? In your purse or in your pocket. Do you know when we were on vacation and someone who will not be named forgot their phone in the rental car and you about lost your brain? Do <laughs> like you remember that? You? No. Mm-hmm. Me? No. Cody? Yes. Oh, well. I and mean- we almost missed the flight. So. Yeah. I, well, speaking of missing, I have to go because I'm getting a lash lift today. Okay! <laughs> so I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Sorry for the abrupt ending, but make sure that you You're getting a lash lift? A lash lift. What is that? It's a perm for your lashes. It makes them stand up okay. instead of straight Because she's back to her natural lashes. Yes. Yeah, they look great. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. Well, yeah. Thanks for talking, everybody. Comment. Follow us on Finding Fit Pod on Instagram, findingfit.com. And we think you're great. Share with your friends that annoy you. (laughs) (laughs) Over and out, guys. See you later. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm sorry.